Hey, welcome to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. We got uh, Roger, Cindy, and me here back again with you guys. It's been so long. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? Roger, Cindy, you there with me? Very good. I can talk now? Yeah, you can talk now. <laughs> okay, I'm doing good. All right, we just cut out the intro music there. Oh, crap, I just turned Roger down, too. All right, you're back. Are you sure? You're back, yeah. Okay. We're trying this new setup here tonight. Uh, we have... I have everything like set up in the the new studio location, so and everything is all going through the the board, and everything is all set up pretty pretty professional now. So I'm just trying to get used to the the knobs and stuff that I'm trying to have to do. It looks slick. So uh, thank you. It's good to finally be back into a new location. We've been out of touch for a while. Our many fans have not heard from us, and uh, we're sorry about that. It's been since Valentine's Day. And uh, three months now, over over three months, three months and what now, uh, 14 days? And, uh, oh, no, maybe not quite. Not, no, no, not quite. Seven. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, nice to be back, isn't it, guys? Sure. Yeah. Dandy. How's everything been doing down there in Florida, Raj? Oh, doing okay. Yeah? Weather good for you this summer? Oh, so far it's hot. <laughs> because you have summer. I expect more hot. Because you told us once that in in Florida you have summer and then February. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you have summer and a couple cold days and then summer. Although this this winter we actually had some cold. Okay. That's what my mom said. She was down there during the winter. She said it was the coldest winter they've had in a long time. Spring was last week. It lasted about three days. Wow. <laughs> best three days I've had in a while. And now we're back to summer. We're going to have to switch chairs. No, I'm good. Oh, you're good? Yeah, I'm good. Well, what's wrong to I'm in? I could just slide this over to you and grab this other one. No, it's okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay, her, well, her back uh, bothering bother her a little bit. She's sitting on a, on a stool type of chair. Not, a back, not the one that has a back. Uh, so, uh... Well, I'm glad every I'm glad we're back, and now that we've got everything set up, we can do this more regularly, and and really make a, something happen here in in 2010 on the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. Got a it's lot not of, 2010. It's it, it could be 2010. It could be 2010, right? I keep saying, uh, uh, what what is it? Uh, I don't know. 2010. Twenty, yeah. Do you ever do? Do you screw that up too? 20, no. Like you say, but I've heard people in movies do that. Just no, it's not twenty o ten. You just say I, I, I keep wanting to say like oh nine or oh eight, and I say oh ten. It's like well, that's, that's well, right. it's right, but it's not right because no, you don't because right. then you have to say two o ten. You right. Well, but the funny thing is, you know, for the past nine years, I've never heard anybody say it's twenty o eight. No, it's two thousand eight. And also, we hit two thousand ten, and now it's twenty ten. Well, yeah, I guess it's just the easiest way to do it, right? I don't say 20. Did you say 2010? I Me, say, no. I don't say 2010. I say, what do you say? Uh, 10. I say 2010. 2010? 2010. Yeah. You got to admit, though, 2010 kind of does have a kind of cool cool ring to it, no? Um, uh, I don't think so. No? It's almost, but if you do, we'll go with it. It's almost like a, almost like a, a moniker for a product. Or a, a a presentation or an event or a movie. Jetsons. You know, like the 2012 movie or the Macintosh OS 
X OS 10, you know, just that. Oh, so it's 20X. 20X. There you go. But what would, how, how do you say 20 in uh, Greek? Uh, Don't know. XX, isn't it? So it's XXX. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the triple That would be 30. That's so this is tri- Oh, that would be 30, wouldn't it, Raj? XX. Yeah. Oh, how do you say 2010, though? So it's, oh, M- I don't M- it's MLXMLMMXXVX. Well, no, no, I don't know what the heck it is. Remember the movies? All the movies yeah. say that? Uh, I remember gra- back in the... I, did they still do that? MXL, MXM, Yeah. You know, it, I it, you know I, I know the origin of that. Oh, do tell. <laughs> I always noticed the MM or whatever it is. I was an MLMXL. Just M crazy. 100, right? I don't well, know. it was like 1900 and something, 1973. So it would be MMXLXX, you know, VI we get the idea. for six. So <clears throat> I never knew what the numbers, what the what all those Greek numbers were, but I knew it was a, a year. And the reason they do that is to make it difficult for you to figure out when the movie actually came out. They didn't want audiences to think, like, oh, that's an old movie and uh, and not bother watching it. You know what I mean? Doesn't make sense to me, but if that's what they thought, that's fine. Well, I read that somewhere. So uh, we want to get into some... Uh, what you looking at there, Cindy? What 20,010 is in Roman numerals. Oh, did you get it? Um, I'm close. No, it's MMX. MMX. That's it. That's it. MMX. There you go. Isn't that like a bicycle? Oh, that's BMX. Because M okay. is a thousand, and X is ten. Two M's is two thousand. X now, is ten. All right. Now BMX is that a <laughs> is that like ten bowel movements? Yes. <laughs> I guess and, that's one definition of BMX. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got some wacky news stuff. I love this mic. What is that? It's a nice setup, man. Yeah. This is good stuff. You have the best mic. I got the cheapy one. How's that work? That's the best quality one. Just because you should always have the best, right? Roger, we got some wackies. You want okay. to start us rolling with the wacky news? Should we start with the uh, man who lost his uh, family's ashes, or his father and his grandfather, at least? Oh, jeez. Oh, here we go. Yeah, why not? It was a Wisconsin man, and uh, he had his. he was homeless, lived in his car, basically. And uh, he had the ashes of his father and his grandfather in the car with him. And okay. uh, he had a job driving a truck. And he used to park the car behind a diner. Says he had permission from the owner to park his car behind a diner when he was out of town driving the truck. Boom. Well, it turns out the manager of the diner said, no, he didn't have permission to park it there. So he called the police. The police came to impound it. They took all, all the stuff that was in the car and threw it out and crushed the car. So now the guy doesn't have a car, lost the ashes of his father and grandfather, oh, all because he was parking behind a diner. And that was his home. Oh, jeez. All his important belongings, to include his yeah. family, so, were in there. Yeah. Oh, so sad. his house and his grandfather and his father in the car uh-huh. are, have been reduced with his vehicle to a like metal box that's going to be recycled. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. 
That's not even that's not even funny wacky news. That's pretty sad wacky news. Well, I never said it was funny. But Touche. It, it is unusual. Oh, sorry. Uh, what are you doing? I'm about, I'm making noise and hitting my microphone. I shouldn't do that. Okay. Um uh, let me just let me let me chime into one here. Okay. I have naked woman in yoga protest at Parliament. This is in the UK. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a there's even a photograph, too. Very Roger, nice. you got to get on that. Holy sh! She's got a lot of hair. I mean, on her head. <laughs> Serious ass crack sitting on, what is that, a car? Yeah, that might not be so attractive. Uh, yeah, she's ass sitting on the hood of a car. Naked anti-war demonstrators yoga protest on top of a black cab. Oh, yeah, she's butt naked. A naked woman stopped traffic near the Houses of Parliament yesterday by... Well, that usually happens. That'll, that'll do uh, it. Yeah. Clamoring onto a black cab for five-minute yoga protest. She looks like she's nice. in pretty good shape. Yeah. Oh. She yelled, troops out of Afghanistan, as the cabbie tried to shift her and tourists looked on. Police finally <laughs> managed to move the woman. Oh, I Witness- bet they did. <laughs> Witness Carl Backland, 50, said, she jumped on the cab... When it stopped and the lights, the driver wasn't very pleased. An angry cabbie tries to get the naked yoga protester to stop lying on the roof of his taxi. I'd be like, uh, can I get my camera? You know? No, he didn't want her to lie on there. He wanted her to get up so yeah. he could get a hey, better could, look. Could you uh, get up? Could you get in the cab? Do your naked yeah. protest in my cab? I'll drive you to wherever you have to go to do the protest next. No cost. So let's read a couple of the comments. Recent rationality and political participation within the law will achieve more than a helpless display of childish nudity. Still on par with Lady Godiva, she deserves a statue to her effort. Of course, it'd be a nude statue. And someone says, I agree, John. I always try to see both sides of an argument before making a decision. We definitely need some frontal shots. (laughs) (laughs) Both sides of the argument, because all we see in the picture is the back side. Uh (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I love the, sometimes the comments, the stuff people come up with is so much funnier than the story. Oh, yeah. I mean, these (laughs) people are, there are some really witty people out there. They're just hysterical. All right, Cindy, you got one? A wacky? Um, Something wacky? Kind of wacky? I'm done with my first beer already. Holy creeps. I gotta do... Oh, oh, oh. We need more light in here, look. man. Yeah? Can you shift one of those Jetson bulbs this way? There we go. Uh, Jetson bulb? Oh, Rod, you gotta see what I have. I have to take a picture of it for you. <laughs> it is... <laughs> it looks like something from a Woody Allen movie, is actually. It, well, yeah, it's either futuristic it's... or it's 70s mod. Yeah. Well, it's 70s mod because... That's when the Woody Allen movies were done. It's like these big white globes, big white spheres with the the light inside of them, and they're hanging off the side of this metal, you know, rod. <laughs> pole. I said pole. I said rod. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Cindy, go ahead with your wacky. This is just a silly story about fish fearing their own reflections. And I haven't looked at it, so I'm looking okay. at it now. Okay. Uh, this is unlike humans. They won't stare at themselves in a the mirror for long. But, but okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I won't, I'll I'll save my comments for after. You promise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, it just scares them. I guess they look in a mirror and show increased brain activity, and 
they want to fight with their reflection. I don't know why I pulled the story up. Where did this come from? Birds do that. Isn't that specifically betta fish? It doesn't say. Because um, we should try well, it with betta fish. Will, but there's probably other fish too. Yeah, I I know I had a I had a beta, and I remember reading that don't get another beta or and don't put mir- a mirror next to it because you'll stress out the fish because they think it's another beta and they'll they'll go into attack mode or or threat mode or whatever. Yeah, it says they they try to fight whether it's something that looks like them or if it's a reflection because they cannot tell the difference. Huh. Oh, okay. Now well, we, they, they yeah. don't know what they look like because they won't look in a mirror. All right, I got to read some <laughs> of it. I'm reading this for the first time, so I'm not prepared. We just pulled this stuff up during dinner, Raj, so bear with us. Now we're getting into the biochemical aspect of what's going on. Okay. Scientists tested blood samples for testosterone and other aggression-inducing hormones. They dissected the fish's brain, particularly the amygdala, <laughs> the brain region tied to fear and fear conditioning. All fish showed high levels of testosterone, but only the fish that fought with their reflection showed high activity in the amygdala. Interesting. That is very interesting. I mean, I guess. I think that's cool. But it's the beta fish, right? No, it's... It's Any fish? It says... It's not specifying any type of fish, no. Because Mm -mm. my cats don't even recognize themselves in a mirror. Well, I don't want to comment on that. So how does a fish... Saying that fish is smarter than cats? Yeah. Or... Yeah, but the fish don't recognize themselves in the mirror. They see another fish. They recognize the reflection as another fish. Exactly. Okay. So the cats are smarter. Yeah. Yeah. So the cats are looking in the mirror going, my cat is smarter than a fish. Right, Jeremiah? Of course they are. Dusty caught a glance and caught himself like as peripheral vision. He he caught himself in the mirror and I saw him take a double take and he like looked in the mirror again and he was like, what the hell just moved in there? But then he saw himself and he didn't think anything of it, I guess. It took him a minute, but he He probably looked in the mirror and said, oh my God, I'm getting fat. Yeah. Or, oh my God, look how handsome. Uh, he was on the fl- he was on the floor one day, just lounging, right, and his tail is like flicking. And then he gl- kind of his eyes are half closed, and he kind of glances back towards his rear end, and, he- and his tail flips. Then he quick like opens his eyes and perks up, and he's looking. What the hell was that? His tail, his own tail flipping in the air, caused him alarm. Oh jeez! I was like, what the hell? Oh oh oh, just me. <laughs> Settled back down again. But uh, okay, so Raj, did you have another one? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. There was a Maryland man who stole a plane, crashed it, and only had to pay 40 bucks. Oh, if we could all get off so, get off so lucky, huh? That's a cheap yeah. plane ride. Well, a guy says he stole the plane because uh, he's homeless and he was cold. Okay. Which I don't understand, you know, if you're cold, why you have to steal a plane. But he stole a single-engine plane and crashed it. And then in court, he was fined $40 and... When asked, you know, how come he only had to pay 40 bucks? They said, well, the insurance paid everything except the $40 deductible, so they fined him for the $40 deductible. <laughs> now, was he a licensed pilot? Uh, it doesn't say. It just said he was homeless and cold. So he got in a plane and started it up? Yep. Did he actually have to fly it? Um, to get the heat going or something? I would think not, but uh, apparently uh, he may have. Doesn't say if he actually took off or he crashed. You know, oh. oh, so he might have got ground forward and like ran into something. I get it. I'm refraining from eating. I was just going to eat something, and I I think that might be in poor taste. I wish we had more cheese. 
Sorry, I ate it all. Because it's not crunchy. Oh, yeah, we could eat the cheese and mm-hmm. not make that much noise. It's okay. <laughs> Weird creature with rat's tail pulled out of lake. Oh, here we go. You got that one, too? I'm sorry. Are we stepping on each other? No, I don't have that one. Oh. But it's just, uh, it sounds familiar, like, you know, it's not the first time we've heard a similar story. <laughs> yeah, but it's possible. Go figure. <laughs> so, go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay. Pictures of it have been published on a website for the town of Kitchenhamayakusib in Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Say that again. Kitchenhamayakusib. <laughs> not bad. You want to look at it? I've been there. It starts with yeah, kitchen. Oh. Right. Uh, Kitchen uh, My Kusib in Ontario, Canada. On the website, it says, This creature was first discovered by Sam the dog, a local dog. It was discovered first week of May in the creek section of town. Hikers noticed Sam sniffing something in the water, and they approached to see in what the Sam had detected. In, to see in what the Sam had detected? What the Sam? What the hell does that mean? Uh, and they noticed the creature in the water face down. Now, they have a picture of this thing here. You see this, Cindy? I see it. Yeah. It looks like, uh, I don't know. It's ugly. The dog jumped in the lake and pulled the creature to the rocks and dragged it out for hikers to see. And these are the photos they took. The creature's tail is like a rat's tail, and it's a foot long. So that is the creature. It's only a foot long. It looks so much bigger in this photo because they've they're like zoomed in on it. The site says... Kitchenamekusib. I'm trying it again. The site says a Canadian town. Kitchenamekusib has a population of around 1,200, speaking both English and Obchree. <laughs> what the hell? I don't that? know. Rodents of unusual size. I don't think they exist. That was one of the one of the comments. But this thing, it, you know, it, it does look like a rodent. I don't know. Looking at it, maybe it's an opossum. Looks like a guinea pig. It's, it's bloated in, from being in the water and pale from being in the water and dead, I might add. Guinea pigs don't have a long tail. No, they don't. But no. opossums have a long rat whippy the tail. The head looks kind of yep. like a guinea pig. Well, the head is, there's hair on, on part of it and the head's bald. Baldish looking. Very strange. Definitely looks rodent because if they're saying it's only a foot long, it's probably just a, some sort of... Nasty-looking opossum or rat. Or muskrat. Or muskrat, could be. Here, I'll forward... Or water rat. I'll forward this to you. So, uh, if anyone has any comments on that, please visit the website, cosmic.myeyes.net. I think we need to register cosmicpirate.com one of these days. Yeah. Just do it. Um, Cosmic.myeyes.net, and... uh, and, and leave a comment for us. Send us an email or something. We haven't received any emails from our many fans out there. But now that we're back in full swing, I think uh, I think we'll start getting more feedback. I hope you do. I just sent you a link, Raj. Um, did you have any other wacky news, Cindy? Not really? The phosphine story is not really wacky. Raj, did you have any wacky, any more wacky, funny stuff you wanted to cover before we get into... Uh, uh, I've got one more wacky news. Okay. Woman considered dead, found alive, disoriented. I have a headline right here. Dead woman turns out to not be dead. <laughs> it's probably the same one then. Yep. In Zagreb, Croatia? Yeah. I well, saw a month that ago, a mother and father identified the body in a morgue as being their daughter. Let's see. It doesn't say. It says this week. So, you know, figure roughly a month later, 
the police get a call to a domestic disturbance, and it turns out to be the woman that was identified as being dead. Apparently, they identified the wrong person, somebody that looked like her. They never bothered, you know, checking the fingerprints or uh, DNA of the dead person. But they did check the fingerprints of the uh, woman that was involved in the uh, domestic dispute. Okay. And that's how they found out that it was the woman that they pronounced dead. They had a funeral and everything for her. It turns out to be somebody else. Can you imagine that? Uh, not sure. Uh, you know, you identify somebody, have a funeral, bury them, the whole nine yards, and then, oh, it wasn't them, sorry. Oh, okay, well, uh, let's see, can we uh, not bury this person, you know, unbury them? That's messed up. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me toss one in here. A man who was arrested for walking around the streets of Louisiana City in the nude told police that God had told him to do it. <laughs> and, you know, they've Doesn't, always got to have the back view of the fat guy and his ass. I mean, who wants to see doesn't that? Doesn't look like the guy from Dumb and Dumber? Oh, Christ. A little bit. What's I'm his name? I'm disgusted right now. That's just... Is it that bad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How could that be good? Look at it. Hmm. Yay, yay, yay. A man who... Oh, I already read that part. Shafiq Mohammed. This guy is... This guy is not Shafiq Mohammed. I'll tell you that right like now. Shafiq this is Muhammad. a stock photo. Uh was arrested for walking naked down the streets of Tabodaw, Tabodaw, Louisiana, after that town, after police responded to an obscenity complaint at about 2 a.m. Thursday morning. Muhammad reportedly complained to the officers that America raped him and that God had told him to, do, to walk around naked in order to save his soul. He was taken into custody where he was charged with obscenity and was awaiting bail. Do we have any comments on this one? Uh, no. No. <laughs> What's to say? The only comment I have is you have to start getting stories from places that you can pronounce. Yeah, really. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> These last two stories you picked, it's like, wow. <laughs> Did you ever hear of a blobfish? First, I think we have to find out if this thing is for real. Uh, no. Hey, where's this link that you said you were sending me? I emailed it to you. To what address? Roger at uh, renderings. Oh, because I haven't gotten it. Huh. Why don't you just like drag it and drop it onto Skype next time? I can't. Well, that's on my PC. I had to, I'm, I'm doing news on my Mac. Seeing is believing. Extremely ugly blobfish. Extinction threat for world's most miserable animal, the blobfish. No wonder he looks like the world's most miserable fish. This unattractive creature actually looks like a deflated Ziggy. Doesn't it look like this a deflated Ziggy balloon or something? Yeah, it looks sad. And the ugly. inedible blobfish. Not the incredible, the inedible is in danger of being wiped out. That's that's a pretty gross looking fish. I don't think it, I don't think we would suffer if it, if it was wiped out. The incredible inedible blobfish. Yeah, which these sad looking creatures, which grow up to a length of twelve inches, live at depths of ninety meter nine hundred meters. I'm sorry, they spend most of their time gently floating around, waiting for food to pass in front of them, which sounds like quite a nice life to us. Unless you don't have much food passing in front of you. Yeah. That's like my cat, Dusty. Jeez, I wish he, he probably wishes that half the time he could sit around with food passing in front of him. Speaking of yeah. fat boy Slim. He's right here. <laughs> uh, because they live so far from the sea surface, they 
they're not often seen by humans. However, increasing levels of deep sea fishing in Australia and Tasmania for crab and lobster mean that the sulky sea dwellers are being dragged up with other catches in increasing numbers. These gelatinous masses may not be much to look at, but the world would be a less interesting place without them, probably. So let's hope the Australians don't kill them off. Look okay. At, look at how that thing looks. It looks just like an old, sad, grumpy man or something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to look up the miserable animal, the blobfish, Roger. The blobfish. Yeah. The comment. That thing is the most ugliest little blanker I've seen. What the hell? I mean, it looks like some ugly ass bastard's head was cut off. I'd be miserable if I looked like that too, LOL. Another comment, hello, this is my wife, don't diss her. Oh, yeah. She is oh, really kind of <laughs> Don't diss her. Have you seen it, Raj? Well, I just did a search of blobfish, and yeah, it's funky looking. That thing looks photoshopped. That, yeah, that cannot be real. That That's too human-like to Look be at real. Cindy, every image of it is the same. Yeah. You know what? I don't think that's right. Every image is the same image. No. Look. You know, it's just not. How could there only be one image of the blobfish? I think that's too coincidental. Wait, there are other pictures of a blobfish. Those are ugly. Yeah. They do look like a big blob. Whoa, here's one on the sh- on the deck. That'd make me go running for church, boy. That thing looks like a devil incarnate here. Ooh, mighty mud skipper. <laughs> Are you finding Mud Skipper? Well, the original link I followed was Wikipedia, and then it says images of blobfish, and it takes you to uh, another website that's all different fish. And of course, I come across a Mud Skipper. Nice. Are they related to blobfish? No. I used to have a Mud Skipper. You, I'm, that's right. You, you told, us, told, told me about that. I knew you had one. Oh, God, the deep-sea anglerfish. Those things are really crazy looking. Have you seen yeah, those? I just saw a picture of one of them, too. Oh, wow. They look so prehistoric, don't they? Are they awesome? That's cool. Look How at about that thing. the fang tooth? Oh, man. And they dance this little guy in front of their nose, and it brings fish to him, and then... Oh. Look at the teeth on that thing, boy. Wow. Anglerfish. They live down deep. They're really pale, kind of <laughs> creepy looking. But, yeah... So anyway, that's that's enough for wacky news. I think let's uh, let's get into the wine chat for a second. We had uh, a couple things we wanted to touch on with the wine. Cindy and I started making wine. We uh, we wanted to get into that because first financially, we we will end up being able to save some money in the long run. When all is said and done, figure <laughs> not including the wine we had to drink to get the bottles. Well, that doesn't oh, count. No, that, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. Okay. That's an investment. That's a consumable that you just we happened would have to had save the anyway. recycling. <laughs> yes. It was uh, research. Right. It was first to save money because for the cost of what? A hundred bucks or 80 bucks, whatever it costs us for the wine juice. Wine juice? Yeah. A, a, a big... It's basically the grape juice. The grape juice already, you know... The starting material for the wine. Yeah. You buy it for about, well, this package, this Pinot Noir we got was for a, a six, a five or six gallon batch. Uh-huh. And it costs about 75 bucks, something like that. But once you buy, you know, a couple extra things here and there to help with the process, you're looking at, you know, 90 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. 
But then eventually it's just the wine juice that you have to buy, the grape juice. Yeah, after the investment of the carboys and right. such. So, uh, and it's just like the same as beer, Raj. Once you've got that basic equipment, then you're just paying, paying for the ingredients. Right. So, but with this five or six gallon batch of wine, we can get upwards of or 30 bottles or more of wine out of this. And when you do the math, you're talking it like under three bucks a bottle, or around three bucks a bottle. Two fifty. Yeah. And you can buy cheap wines out there by the case. That taste like crap. Yeah, but I mean, here's a decent Pinot Noir. You know, hopefully it turns out pretty good. Um, but uh, something interesting happened when I was rinsing out. We transferred. We racked the wine from the the bucket we were fermenting it in first into a carboy for secondary fermentation. And and I was cleaning out the bucket with that that one step sanitizer stuff. You're familiar with that. You've you've heard of that stuff, right? Yeah. It's uh I'm not sure of the mechanism. The sanitant is sodium percarbonate. Okay. So I'm rinsing off the uh we have a siphon pump that we used. So I'm cleaning that thing out. And I'm I'm kind of pulling it up to get, get it loaded with the uh, sanitizer. And then pushing it back down to kind of drain it and back into the bucket. I noticed that the what little bit of wine juice was still in that uh, pump came out gray. I watched it change colors before my eyes. It was first... This ruby, God damn, pardon me. It was first this ruby red color, and then when it came out of the other end of the tube, it it turned gray along the way, and I was like, "Wow, that's bizarre." Chemistry, man. Yeah. So I got a little plastic uh, cup, and I got some more wine out of the bucket. I told Cindy to come over and look, and I poured it into the bucket and stirred it quick, and sure enough, it turned a darker charcoal gray. And the more wine I put, the darker it got, the darker the water got. So she went and did some research to find out why that could be. Now, did you find out that was something really happening between the wine juice and that percarbonate, whatever you said it was? Well, what the sodium percarbonate is, it's it's sodium carbonate and um, hydrogen peroxide, and that's the mechanism of action to disinfect. That's what that stuff is. It's a, okay. it's a sanitant, and that's why we rinse all of our containers with it. But the hydrogen peroxide in there is an oxidizer. That's partly how it does, you know, kill the vegetative cells on the containers. Okay. But what that also does is it oxidizes the ethanol, into a different chemical, acetaldehyde. Hmm. So it's changing the alcohol to acetaldehyde. So the when it alcohol in, is what changed from that percarbonate. Yeah. When it comes in contact with the hydrogen peroxide that's in the, the disinfectant. Yeah. So unfermented wine juice would not have changed color. Only the partially fermented wine juice. Well, that's, huh. that's what I'm finding, yeah. But it was interesting because... Wow. Um, well, the... Acetaldehyde that gets oxidized has a brownish color, a brownish dark color, as opposed to the color that was in the wine because of the alcohol. Okay, yeah, this looked a little grayish. But it was funny because I didn't have time to go into a lot of research, but one thing I saw as part of what I was looking up was it was showing not only 
you know, the chemical changes between what goes on as it's being oxidized. Because I was looking at um, something that was talking about if you keep wine too long, you know, it gets old, turns right. into vinegar. Yeah. Um, but they also had a cool chart about the absorption of light of the alcohol and then after it oxidizes into the acetaldehyde. Oh. And that it's absorbing light at a different wavelength. It's, you know, you're going to see different colors. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why I was seeing the grayish color. It's basically, it's turning it into a different chemical. It's changing the alcohol into something different, and a different chemical absorbs different, light different, at a different wavelength. Yeah, okay. See, I told you it was chemistry. Chemistry's that's, cool. So on the wine, um, we wanted to do an animal fact. <laughs> What? Yeah. What? This was a convoluted conversation as we were talking about the wine. Yeah. Well, we thought of a bunch of different things we could talk Well, not a bunch, too. Well, we were talking about the juice and we're purchasing our juice, which is an expense. And, well, gee, what if we grew our own grapes? Oh, my God. But then we thought, gee, how many grapes would we have to grow to get right. how many five grapes gallons would of juice? We have to, how many a grapes lot. would we have to grow? Did lot, you look yeah. into that at all? No, oh, oh, we didn't okay. look into that. But that led us to the conversation of, well, gee, we could grow our own grapes out back, but then we'd have to keep the critters away. <laughs> well, what kind of critters would eat grapes? Yeah, what kind of critters would eat grapes? And I thought, hey, that's a good animal fact for the podcast. Let's see if we can uh, get a wacky animal for uh, for a grape-eating animal or something. And Cindy, to the rescue. What? This copy. Uh, yeah, yeah. This copy's not too good. Uh, oh, boy. Animals that eat wild grapes. Eastern bluebird. Gray catbird. Wood duck. Common crow, great crested flycatcher, huh. northern mockingbird, okay. American robin, yellow-bellied sapsucker. Huh. I want to say that again. Yellow-bellied sapsucker. You have to say that with a Yosemite Sam accent. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to do. So most of these are birds. European starling. Rootinous, tootinous, yellow-bellied sapsucker ever work a six-shooter. I don't know. I don't even know what all these are. Northern bobwhite. What the hell is a northern bobwhite? They're got to be birds. What else kind of animal would that be? Most of these sound like birds. Brown thrasher. Yes, that's a bird. Tufted titmouse. That's a mouse. Sounds like. No, it's a bird. A, t- a titmouse is a bird? Yep. Roger. You are welcome. Why the hell they call it a mouse? I don't know. They was confused. We were talking about the great tit in that one one episode, and Roger goes, "I have." You said, "Have you ever heard of a great tit?" And Roger goes, "No, I've heard of tit mouse." And I never thought. Uh huh. To, all coming together now. That that is a bird. I thought yeah. it was a freaking mouse. I'm it's like, a little bird. Hmm. Well, Cute I'll, little buggers. Well, I'll be dipped in sap. Go ahead. Red-bellied woodpecker. <laughs> Cedar waxwing. But it's well, hard to fly. Waxwing, I'm going to assume is a bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Purple finch. Blue jay. Dark-eyed junko. Junko? That sounds like a Asian boat. <laughs> Eastern, Never heard of that one. <laughs> Eastern kingbird. Baltimore oriole. White-throated Baltimore sparrow. Oreo. Red fox. Red fox. That's, That's not, not a bird. A bird. <laughs> I hope not. Black-eyed... What was it? Peas. Dark-eyed junko. Dark-eyed. J-U-N-C-O. 
J-U-N-C-O. J-U-N-C-O. J-U-N-C-O. Dark Eye Junko was his name. Junko was his name. There you go. Oh, it's a bird. That's a that's a cool looking bird. It looks like a piece of charcoal. Looks like a piece of. That's actually a pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Here's another one. Oh, we definitely spent too much time talking to each other. <laughs> no kidding. Cindy had more in in science about phosphines. Something about the eyes. Speaking of the, I'm going to tie this in quick, just for podcast tie-ins. Okay. Something about the dark-eyed. No, it wasn't about it, but it ties into the dark-eyed. Junko. Junko. Yeah. Something about phosphines in eyeballs. How did this come up? Well, you were looking at something and you said, "Hey." You know hey. What, you know when you rub your eyes really hard and you see the stars. You see stars. Uh huh. That's phosphines. Did you ever get it? Before you continue, Cindy, did you ever get that, Roger, when you like crack your neck or do something else and your eyes happen to be closed and you see this burst of of sparkles in your eyes just briefly? Not from cracking my neck or anything, no. Oh, okay. Because I'll sometimes do something like I'll stretch or I'll, I'll, it happens a lot in bed at night. Like I'll, I'll stretch my body out or whatever and I'll like do the old neck twist or something. And I just see these little poof sometimes under certain, or if I press hard on the front of my eyes, if I'm like rubbing them and, and, and yeah, I've had that happen at work. Like put your head down in your palms and oh, like yeah. push it. Oh, I do that. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what yeah. this article talks about. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But continue the phosphine. Phosphine is a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been talking <laughs> way too much. So what's the phos- what's the phosphine story? <laughs> phosphines. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't Paper. have my last beer. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon characterized by seeing light without light actually entering the eye. Hmm. Okay. The most common phosphines are pressure phosphines caused by rubbing the closed eyes. One example of a pressure phosphine is demonstrated by gently pressing the side of your eye and observing a colored ring of yeah. light on the opposite side yeah. as detailed by Isaac Newton. Okay, I gotta do it. I see yeah, blue. Yeah, I see go. blue by my nose ring. By knit ring. Nose ring. When I push on the outside you of my have a eye, nose ring? I haven't seen when it. I push on the outside of my eye, I see a inky blackish blue oval come in from the right. Thank yeah. Isaac Newton for discovering that can one. I, I can't push on the inside of my. Oh yes, I can. Roger, take your hand, take your finger by your tear duct on the inside and yeah. push on that side. You see it come out from the left. That's yeah. wild. Jeremiah gets a new spot on him. Uh-huh. Did you see him? Uh-huh. No, you don't close your eyes. You're supposed to leave your eye open. I am leave it open. I am. Actually, you can see it with your eye closed, too. Oh, that's wild. Because it gets like an aura around it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. I guess Another that. common phosphine is, quote, seeing stars from a sneeze, a heavy and deep cough, blowing of the nose, a blow to the head, or low blood I've, pressure. I've done that one. Such What's as that? standing up too quickly or prior to fainting. You've done what one, Raj? Blow to the head. You've seen stars with a blow to the head. Well, it, yeah. You Cartoons. don't actually see stars. It's just like, you know, you, everything gets like a flash. Okay. What what did you get hit in, the, hit in the head with? I don't remember. I've done it several times. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you think I got the way I am? <laughs> so we're good? We're good then? Yeah. 
Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to iTunes or wherever you found us. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on the pods. On the where can they find us? I have to look into that. <laughs> Podcast pickle. There's a couple other podcast directories out there that we're on, but uh, I think iTunes is the best place to get it. Cosmic Pirate Podcast, subscribe on iTunes, and it'll automatically update with the newest episode, which won't be three months from now. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get to one in a week or two. You guys want to do weekly or two weeks? Uh, let's go two weeks. Go two week. Yeah. Okay. So it gives us some time to, uh, to come up with some stuff and make sure our schedules are going to jive. And... Uh, all right. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun. We'll see you for the next uh, podcast. I was waiting for somebody to say, but it hasn't been real fun. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to be the one to say it. I got distracted. But it has been real fun. It always is real fun, especially with Roger. Uh, I have fun with me, too. Yeah. Okay. On that note, thanks for tuning into the Cosmic Pirate Podcast, everybody. Have a good evening. Have a good weekend, if it is your weekend. And uh, we will catch you next time on the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. Good night. Good night.